It's the Bullhorn Podcast, the only podcast with a free toy surprise in every box. Finding 50 Pretty Nifty, I am Boomer Bob. The man who's commented on this very live stream using three different YouTube accounts, John Jamingo, how hangs that hammer, my man? It hangs a little bit to the left this morning. So we are now, for the very first time, actually doing a live show via YouTube and Twitch, I think, right? YouTube and Twitch? Uh, probably Facebook. I don't know. In honor of Dave Manbrain's 44th birthday, which is today, he turns 44, and he said, you know what? in Australia, in the metric system, that's 50. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I, I only can convert Celsius to Fahrenheit in... Um, what is that in dog years? In quickly. I can do that. It's very easy. In Fahrenheit, all you do is you subtract 30 and divide by 2, and that'll give you Celsius. That's what I know. That's all Beard. I know, to be quite honest with you. So you've been part of this thing. I mean, I was watching last night. You were part of it. You, how much of it have you watched the live stream? I really haven't watched a lot of it. I have jumped in when I felt like could use like a third mic or a fourth mic, or I just wanted to tell somebody to, you know what? Just, so, last night was interesting. I got to narrate a story while two other participants uh, acted out the lines that was fun well i get i wanted to try something today and bob you know there's always this issue with comedy now uh being canceled for being saying uh racist or uh, sexist or we don't have to worry about that because we're not funny Trans. Well, I'm going to try to change that today, Bob, because I want to do a. I want to be known as the woke comedian. I want to stand. I want to do stand up from the woke perspective, and just because I'm woke, it has to be funny, right? You're you're woke. That's interesting. Well, I have a little routine that I would like to do. If if you would oblige me, what do you think? Do you think we can do that? I mean, whatever you want to do, buddy. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you can give me an, an intro. You don't want me to play so, anything off okay. of my soundboard, if in, unless you want it like to like hurt your feelings or call call you a nasty <laughs> name or something. I mean, we could have like the crowd anticipation, you know, something like that. And then, uh, but I don't have a. I, I was hoping I had applause on here, but I don't. All right, so we don't have we don't have to do the, the applause. But um, I don't know. It, you know what it'll be like? It'll be like if you announce if I if I was at on the Tonight Show or um, you know with uh, Jimmy Kimmel or one of those shows. So I don't know. Can you announce me in? Would you do that? Announce you in like like you would if you were Jimmy Kimmel. Hey guys, Trump sucks. Did you know what Trump did? And then Trump this and Trump that. Trump orange man, bad. Here's no, no, I don't need you to do... Hold on. I don't need you to do uh, your monologue. We've done the monologue. You've talked to the little Hispanic guy. You're sitting there. Uh, you already talked to the big name guest. And now it's like the last five minutes of the show. And you're going to throw it over to this new woke comedian making his debut on the... The show. All right. I know I've cucked enough here in this monologue for ABC and Disney, so I'm going to go ahead and let somebody else cuck for them. A new woke comedian. He's new on the scene, so put your hands together for John Jamingo. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please sit down. Uh, I just wanted to say that with the way everybody is identifying and transitioning, I now have identified as a bodybuilder. I mean, people take one look at me and say, you're no bodybuilder, and that's where they're wrong. I just prefer to work in mass, not muscle. Oh. I'm into body positivity, Bob. I'm into the whole positivity movement, except I hate movement. Oh. Speaking of movements, how about that woman's movement? Women are now... In every imaginable aspect of life, they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're therapists, women are managers and supervisors, if I could say it. It's amazing. See, back in the day, you had to get married for a woman to tell you how bad you're fucked up and how fucked up you are. But not anymore. You could pay a woman to just do that. Uh, 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 That's some dark shit. But speaking of dark, you know, I hate systematic racism. This plagued our country for years. 
It's been right in front of our eyes. You know, our president actually lives in a White House. Oh. For God's sake. Why has it got to be white, Bob? I'm no racist. I'm all inclusive. I now drink my coffee black. I don't cope. I don't culture. God damn it. I don't culture. You know, you should, when you have a joke, you should be able to say the words. I don't culturally appropriate my coffee with cream. I'm ashamed of my whiteness. You know, I won't even eat mashed potatoes anymore unless they're covered in brown gravy. I prefer black olives over green. I like brown rice over white. I'm a changed man. I had a woman call me a racist and it really upset me. I asked for a uh, large coffee and she said, sir, we call that black coffee here. When people say they want their coffee light and sweet, I want to scream racist because black coffee matters. Good night, everyone. Listen, it's the first time. It's I just it's just the first time I got a fucking with you, man. I, I I have to work on the jokes. I think I got something here, Bob. You gotta get your hairbrush and get in a mirror and be like, Yeah, I need that. That's what I needed. I needed a hairbrush. Woke people, am I right? Am I right, woke uh, people? Come on. <laughs> here, let me just use the rolled up ace bandage. Hmm. Let me tell you, folks. Uh, wait till I get to my slam poetry. I got some comedy. Go ahead. There's this local business that's real popular with um like kids birthday parties and shit. It's called Shakalaka. And basically what it is, it's just a they have a bunch of trampolines that are are the floor. All right. It ain't the kind you have to climb up on like you put in your backyard. The floor is just a whole shitload of trampolines. Oh, okay. I've seen them. Well, there's a fight broke out between some of the parents. And problem with that is every time somebody would get knocked down, they'd bounce right back up. The bad thing about getting a fight in one of those places, the whole place is full of bouncers. That's all I got. Oh, that's terrible. I'll tell you what, the comedy, you know, the people that say this show isn't funny. How can they say that when we bring the comedy like we're bringing right now? How about this? Joe Biden is so smart. He wants to tax hundred grand candy bars. I'm with you, Bob. I like what you're bringing. I've got a new multi-million dollar idea. All right. And I don't care if anybody steals it. I don't give a shit because I'm not going to do it. I'm too fucking lazy. The impeachment channel. It's 24-hour news, reruns, and documentaries about Orange Man Bad. Now think about all the advertisers that would line up for that one. You've got feminine hygiene products. You've got uh, tissues, adult diaper ads, HIV medications, depression medications, bipolar medications, gender reassignment doctors who want to advertise on there. You got vaccines. You can uh, custom masks, my pillow biter. Oh wait, that's never mind. Uh, hair hair coloring, all kind of advertisers would totally line up to advertise on the impeachment channel. Just twenty four hours of fuck Trump. I like it. You know, uh, with the COVID, it's really bad here in New Jersey. Like around here, there's no vaccines, and people are getting upset because a lot of people are getting the COVID virus. So uh, a bunch of uh, people are saying, like, "Hey, whose dick do I gotta suck?" To get a virus or to get a vaccine around here. And then the, pros- the the prostitutes fired back. Hey, whose virus do I got to? I mean, whose uh, vaccine do I got to take to get to suck some dick around here? God, did I fuck that joke up? <sighs> I don't know. I don't think our comedy's going too well, Bob. I, well, I mean, I didn't know this was going to be my best five. You know, I, I didn't know that that was required for this. stuff. I thought I'd be like everybody else who's been on this live stream and just show up. Oh no, we don't do that. No, that was a that was a, a rim shot. Oh, you fucked me, dude. Sorry. I don't I don't have my stock button sounds anymore for some reason. I don't know where to get them. All right. Well, if the comedy doesn't work out, how about I just try to be one of those like a poet? Hold on. Let me get my because to be a poet you need a bongo, and I don't have a bongo, but I think this will work. Oh, we're gonna do that kind of shit. If it's all right, what do you think? I'm gonna try it. What the hell? I mean, at this point, why do our actual show? We could do that in a minute. Hold on. A tweet has done offended them. The woke is on the move. It was a joke, quite a gem, and the woke is on the move. I can't be funny no mo, and the woke is on the move. If I try, my boss, he take my dough, and woke is on the move. All this because I'm white, 
and woke is on the move. Come on, man. That just ain't right. And woke is on the move. All I want was to vent and woke is on the move. Preach. Now I can't pay my rent and woke is on the move. Because of the woke, now I'm broke and woke is on the move. Homeless because I made a joke and woke is on the move. So I wish we could play like a backing track of music because I actually um, got bored and rewrote Funky Cold Medina. (laughs) I haven't had a chance yet to sit down with the music track and put the lyrics over it, but uh, I think it's going to be fucking pretty good. Everybody knows the song, right? Yes. All right. I'll give you maybe verse, verse one and two. Hang on. Wait a minute. Can I bring that in here? I don't know. Do you use Apple Music? Uh, what I was going to go to, give me just a second. Because they have like the best karaoke tracks on Apple Music. Oh, do they? Yeah. If you're a subscriber, yeah, just go there and type in Funky Cold Medina Karaoke. I'm not and, a subscriber. Uh, well, then don't. All right, you can't wait play it then. Hang on. Why can't I play it? Well, because you have to be a subscriber, don't you, to use Apple well, Music. No, I, yeah, but I can use uh, YouTube. You want to give it a try? Yeah, those karaoke tracks are usually pretty subpar, but yeah, f- screw it. <laughs> the whole show's subpar. I mean, we really. All right. Your fucking face is subpar, John. Come on. I don't now. know. Just, just a second. I got to blow up doors because I'm a blind man. All right. All right. Here we go. Ready? Let's try it. We'll try this. Stick it. Can't go to a bar. Locked down for my protection. Fauci said I could wind up dead, so I sit without a paycheck. These girls are all online, but none of them want to get with me. Got a negative COVID test. Yo, what's up with AOC? These nurses are tick-tocking, dancing like a flash mob. Frontline workers or COVID twerkers, just do your fucking job. Some pregnant nurse tweeted about getting the vaccina. Two weeks went by, her baby died. Blame that funky cold Moderna. Funky cold Moderna. Fauci's told me to be safe. He says to do these tasks, jab a little Moderna in your ass and always wear two masks. It's better than any HCQ or therapeutic. A couple of doses mRNA potion and you can still get sick. I even gave some to my dog. Then he began to meow. Then he shit in a box and he looked at me and started mooing like a cow. He used to fetch my slippers. Before, he was a real quick learner, but now he's a whole new animal because of funky cold Moderna. You know what I'm saying? I got every liberal on TV feeding me this vaccine. I got Anthony Fauci, TikTok nurses. They won't leave me alone about that Moderna, pal. Booked a flight to Orlando, one way with no returner. Hey, guy, you're not allowed to fly without that funky cold Moderna. I said, I'm not sick. They said, sir, you just don't get it. By the propaganda, meet our demands and keep your ass off Reddit. So I went back to my crib since nothing went as planned. I'm so depressed with this COVID mess and I'm feeling so programmed. They took away my ability to be an earner. No stimulus will fix all this fuck funky cold Moderna. You know, I won't make no plans with the man. It's the 2020s and they took all my money. Know what I'm saying? Tear it down.
Biden's in office. Lower cases of infection. Fix the messed up PCR test. Easy to make that connection. The elite all voted. And you know, they picked this winner. Dominion, Pfizer, and Moderna. We all know who picked this center. Kicked opposition off all platforms. The right will not be tweeting. They planned our lives and left all out of that meeting. I said, wait, slow down, not so fast. Kill the afterburner. That's how I found you don't play around with a funky cold Moderna. You know what I'm saying? That Moderna's a monster, y'all. All right. So we want to get into some things. Yeah, sure. Bend over. Bend over. That's funny you say that. In New Jersey, the state that I live in, the uh, teachers are now, because of Governor Beaver Teeth McMurphy, the Department of Education has just added anal sex to be taught to eighth graders in public school. Hell yeah, I'm going back to eighth grade. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm glad New Jersey is taking the lead on this because after living in this state, Kids might as well learn at a young age to bend over because they'll be taking it in the ass from the politicians in this state for years and years and years to come. So if they learn at a young age that maybe, just maybe, they'll be able to relax and it won't hurt. Well, maybe they should teach them to fucking pump their own gas. What is it with you people? Well, listen, like the I only don't know state why in the that's fucking such a union. big deal for everybody. Pump your own you goddamn sh- gas. Get hey, out of your car. Listen. I've pumped gas since I was 12 years old. My father had a gas station, and even when I was out of work or wanted a second job or something like that, you could always go find a job pumping gas. It was an easy job to do. It was was not a lot of work. The only time it was horrible was in in the winter weather, but it was easy to do. Now, every other state makes you pump your own gas, and the price doesn't even go down. So what's the big goddamn deal? I think think they should take it away and make everybody else just sit in a car. And give give somebody a job to go pump gas. Okay, you you want to re- morons would be able to have a job. You're okay with the self check aisles at the grocery store and no. the kiosk order takers at the fast food places, but you want somebody to pump my gas? Fuck no, that. No, I'm not. I'm not okay with any of that because first of all, every goddamn time I go to one of those uh, kiosks, those self serve things. It never works. It says, okay, you scan two items, you put it in a bag. You scan the third item, you put it in a bag. It says, put it in a bag. I said, I put it in a bag. Now I'm, I'm arguing with a fucking machine. Are you kidding me? So then I call a lady over. I said, hey, this thing says it's not in the bag. Can you tell it it's in the bag? Hold on, sir. So then by the time they get done, she's scanning this shit through the bag. And I said, oh, look at this. Now I actually have somebody that's taking and scanning me out. I'm the moron. I can't scan my own shit out. That's why I want someone to do it for me. And the same thing with pumping gas. Although, back in the day, you could get your oil checked. You know, they would check the water in your battery and all. They Now, the guys that actually pump gas, they're fucking morons. They won't even let them under the hood. I just think that, uh, why not have other people pump gas? It make, they make it sound like New Jersey's stupid because they, they, don't have, they have people pump their gas. But I think it's more of an advantage. Because... When it's cold out, I'm sitting in my car, it's nice and warm, playing some songs, somebody pumps my gas. And our gas is relatively cheap compared to the rest of the country. I just, um, I, I don't know, man. You come here, plan on pumping your own gas. Oh, like, I know. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I don't get the rule. I think it's retarded. When we go out on, like, if I go out somewhere and I go out to another state, like if I go out to Pennsylvania or something, I'll pull up into a gas station, I'll pull in and I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta, gotta pump my own gas. You got to yeah. get you got to get out of your car and pump your own gas. It's not a big deal. It really isn't. I mean, right now you credit card right in there, pump your own gas. You're out. It's like a pit stop. Well, here, let, let me see, see if I can share this, and it's, it's not, not going to do anything for our show. show. I don't know how we got on pumping gas from anal from kids being taught anal at eighth grade. Bob, when were you taught anal? Can you throw that up uh, real quick on the screen? They built this gas station, and it was open for literally two days. Do you see that gas pump? Yes, I see that gas pump. How hard is it to fit the fucking nozzle up in the little thing where it goes? No, what are they banging it up again? Look at that. Look how bad that's marked up. 
Cause I, that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to check out this new gas station, man. This was like, I don't know, years ago, a long time ago, 2012, it says. And I, I was, I was like, you know, it's going to have nice new gas pumps. Everything's going to work smooth. Put in my card. Boop. It's going to be fast. No, you got, and I was like, what the fuck? Well, first of all, is that a big deal that there's marks on the, it just, I mean, it, you just jam it in there. Is that that big of a deal? I could give a shit about the gas pump. It's not mine. I don't own it. Right. But it worries me that I have to share roads and my grandkids or kids have to go to school with their kids because those people are fucking retards. Sorry, uh, Twitch, if that if that's against your TOS. But those people should wear a fucking helmet. That There's a problem with that. Uh, all right. Instead of pumping gas, let's go back into pumping, talking about pumping eighth graders. So... First of all, should eighth graders be taught sex education? Is that too young for eighth graders? I think it's too late. I think the minute before a kid can have a cell phone, and if you're not comfortable having that talk with your child, let's say you want to give your kid a phone at age eight, before you give them a phone, you have to have that talk about the birds and the bees with your child, right? Well, then... If you think it's too early to be having that discussion with them, then it's too early to be giving them a cell phone. Yeah, Jody B says sixth grade. Uh, you know, down in Arkansas, I think they they do sex education as soon as they're uh, f- they they lose their baby front teeth. So okay, so did your father give you the talk? Did you get the talk about sex? My no, I uh, my parents went out of town and I went through their shit and found some adult videotapes that was not them. Thank God. And uh, yeah, there we go. Uh Uh-oh, that's my wife commenting. Oh, I'm glad you told me that because I was just about to break one off in her ass. (laughs) How is it working for free if it's the gas that goes into your car? And if it's not- Because Jersey pumps it for you. If that's all you've ever known and then you move to another state and you're like- What do you mean I got to pump my own gas? It's like, it's the same thing. When we go to the grocery store and she has to use self-checkout, she gets pissed. She's like, oh, are they paying me to work here now? Exactly. Or do I get a break? Do I get 10% off? Well, that's how she feels having to pump her own gas after she left Jersey. Well, you know what? You know what? I agree with Mrs. Bob. I do. I agree. All right. So back to the eighth, back to the, are you changing the subject on me? You don't want to talk about the sex education. Is that it? I think it's whatever age you give them a phone at. Okay. So that's when they should. Yeah. Because if you can, because the minute they get that phone, you know, that's next. Well, to be honest with you. So, okay. So you didn't have anybody tell you about the birds and the bees and sex. No, I found adult tapes when I was like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly the same thing with me. I had friends talk to me about it. I had, you know. Uh, you, you saw, well, we back then it wasn't really movies, but you saw magazines and you're like, oh, that's where that goes. Okay. Ooh, look what she's doing. I never thought of that. You know, stuff like that. But it wasn't really. So I guess in a way, I think the regular sex talk or, you know, if a school is going to teach it, it's okay. But I think that the parents should, I think the parents should be able to preview it and then see if it is okay with their sensibilities, and they go on there. But I think anal sex, do we really need to teach the kids about anal sex? I mean, what's the, what do they teach? It's like, okay, so the first thing you need to do is get lube and a butt plug because you got to loosen that thing up, especially you girls, all right? You're going to have to loosen that thing up a little bit. So I don't understand why they have to teach anal sex. So you drink a glass of milk and spit on it. I didn't know that, Bob. Is that a thing? The milk makes your spit really nice and thick. So I did, I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Was How old are you? I'm going to be sixty. See what I'm saying, Bob? Is that you learn new things every day? I don't have a problem with the sex education at eighth grade. I think it might cut down on some teenage pregnancies. I forget. I think we did it around then too. I don't see an issue with it. I don't think the anal necessarily needs to be something that they spend more than half an hour on. If that, I could imagine if. Being back in eighth grade, uh, the health teacher brings that one up, and uh, you're going to have a totally disrupted room because everybody's going to be laughing their balls off. Well, with us, back in back in the day when uh, we were taught um, sex education in 11th grade health, which was one semester, uh, you, you had three semesters of gym and one semester of health. 
And I got thrown out the first day of health because they gave you a quiz so that the teacher knew where to start. So she would give you a quiz and she would say, and she, you had a piece of paper and she would stand in the front of the room and she would say, all right. And she would say the question. And the question that got me thrown out was, can a man have an orgasm? It was anal sex. Come to think of it now, can a man have an orgasm uh, from anal sex? And I turned to the kid next to me and I went, I don't know. Can it? And everybody laughed and I got thrown out of the class. And then I had to go down to the principal and tell him the joke. And then he snickered and said, all right, well, just go to your next class. And don't do that. So. I think I learned a lot about sex through the weird ass songs my dad would just for no reason, just belt out while he was in the garage working on his car. My dad had race cars and project cars out in the garage always or motorcycles. So I loved hanging out with my dad. I thought my dad was the coolest thing ever. And when I was a kid and I'd hear him just start bullshit and onion gravy, pussy's going to drive me crazy. Whiskey's going to get me by and by. Won't her mother be disgusted when she finds her cherries busted footprints on the dashboard upside down. And I'm like, what the f- <laughs> so, so, so I could see, I could a, see young a young Bob. Bob. I, that's what I grew up with. Little He's paper. not a redneck. He's not a redneck. I mean, we, I was born in East Chicago. We moved here when I was six, almost seven years old. So he was probably 31 or two when we moved here. So it's not like he's some hick. He just adapted to that mentality real easily when we moved here. What are you, are you taking notes so, now? So dad. Yeah, well, no, I sounded like a young Bob. So, Dad, how does one bust a cherry? I mean, would you ask a question like that, or did you? Did, I mean, did you? I mean, we kind of knew. We just did you kinda know? I don't kind of well. I mean, we knew it came from sex. Yeah, but did you know where? I, again, I I think that when I first heard that come out of my dad's mouth, probably not. Right. We knew it came from be, between the legs. We just didn't, you know. Well, when you give a kid a cell phone, the first thing they can do with it is go right to. Pornhub or you yeah, they can get all these apps. They can they get can. get into all of it. They can see anything they want to see. You know, they can get the get the notebook out and go, "Oh, I'd like that." Ooh, flip her over. I never thought of that. Ooh. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. They, they can they can get it right from there. Take some notes. Take some notes. Well, that's. I mean, we've had this talk. Um, maybe not you and I, but this I've had this talk with lots of folks, and it's like. These kids these days, not to sound like a damn boomer, but I mean, my name is Boomer Bob. So there that is. Um, They're getting exposed to the nastiest of nasty porn. Yes. On the Internet at 13, 14, 15 years old. The, the things that I mean, I didn't get exposed to it till the Internet was fairly well populated. And you know what I'm saying? And, and it's so so when I was probably late 20s, early 30s, when that when it got to where that was that kind of hardcore action on uh that was you know available on these sites and it's like it gets to where missionary doesn't do it for you anymore so that's why you try new things and you you know as you're young when you're like your first time was probably missionary i doubt anybody's mounting up for their first time dog style reverse cowgirl all that stuff so they're probably you know you know missionary it's awkward it's weird for everybody and especially the cameraman in the back but it's that it gets to where that's okay. I've done that. I want to try something else. But these kids are starting out with, you know, gang bangs and then crazy stuff being shoved up everywhere and just, uh, you know, rooms that ought to be covered in plastic, you know. Uh, and where do you go from there? They're going to develop an appetite way too soon for the hardcore stuff. Well, I agree with you. Okay. But, you know, like a 13 year old John back in the 70s. Yes, flipper over was kinky. 13-year-old John now, it's like, well, how do I get a good camera angle for my first time? You know what I mean? In other words, you have a... You hold your phone in your hand, duh. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Well, not if you... And again, you, there's things that more you would think about more than when you were at now, after you watched that stuff, than you would do before. Like, would you ever think back in the day... To film yourself having sex? My 
parents, we owned a, a video rental store that sold equipment like video cameras and VCRs and TVs and stuff too. So yes, because we had cameras around the house bags, big bags with giant VHS camcorders in them. Yeah. I've thought about fucking back then. Well, first of all, okay. They didn't even have VCR cameras back. Well, I was 16. They didn't have that when I was at eight. Well, you know, because when, you're an old fuck. You're a dinosaur. I am an old fuck. Yeah. Yes, that's true. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I, I'm, I'm pro teaching kids sex education. I'm anti teaching kids butt play. I think that the teacher it should be ready to be addressed in the curriculum if, if it gets brought up by somebody in the room. But I don't think that the teachers should be the one to initiate the discussion about ass play. Yeah, see, eighth grade is not the time to teach somebody how to get their ass stretched. Although I would love to be in that classroom as an eighth grader and just go, hey, what is eating ass? <laughs> just because you know that's going to. Right. The term human centipede, where does that come from and how does that work? Right. I just think it's a little young. Ass play as a senior in high school. Okay. Eighth grade, a little soon. Too soon, Bob. Too soon. When I was that age, 88, 89, I mean, ass play was not for heterosexuals as we understood it. Ass play was primarily something that homosexuals did. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? So. Well, if I can get into religion, if you wouldn't mind. What a segue. Yeah. From From ass play to religion. Eat the booty like groceries. Well. So, have you heard the show Young Turks? They have their own channel on Pluto, on the Pluto app. You know the the blonde, the thin blonde with the big fucking tits? I didn't watch it longer than enough to know that they were constantly orange man bad. Yeah, they, oh my God, they hate the orange. Matter of fact, they're so left, they don't even like Biden. That's how far left they are. So finally, one of the women... I can't. I don't know her name. I just know her as the the long haired blonde with the big fucking tits. She lost it about religion, and let me play it for you. Here it is. These comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. Um, I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like, I feel like it's a clown show, like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't care if you're Christian. In fact, I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world. All those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says you live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care, but you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter, in this verse, I don't care. I don't care. You I don't get it, honey. It. have the right based on our constitution to not believe in it. Okay. I would hate to have to mop up the blood that that bitch is fucking dumped all over the floor. Jesus Christ. Talk about period ass. I kind of agree with her. I agree as well. In the point of that's why I'm not anti-abortion. I'm anti-abortion for myself. If I knock up my wife, we have a child. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to do my damnedest to raise it. That's my business. But I have no right telling you or anybody else whether or not they can and cannot get abortions. Now, where I take issue is when government tax dollar funding is used to pay for abortions around the world. I don't even care about that. If you can't afford an abortion and you don't want a kid, you know what? It's what? Three, four hundred hours to pluck that, suck that bastard out of there? Yeah, but they're missing out on thousands of dollars of extortion that they can get from needy parents who want that child. Okay, so that's not, so that, I understand that. I agree with her. As I see, as the comments come up, a lot of people that are watching, they agree. But here's my problem with that whole thing. So she doesn't care about 
your religion or what your book or your invisible sky buddy has to say about abortion. It's her body, her choice. And then she grabs the Constitution and she waves it in the air. I, by the Constitution, I am allowed to suck a little bastard out of my hoo-ha. And I don't have to do, and I can also take a pill where I don't get a little bastard in my hoo-ha. Now, I want to own a gun for my protection. Am I allowed to own a gun for my protection? No. Why? Yeah, you just can't have any bullets. Okay. So that's my problem. If you're going to waive that fucking constitution so you can have an abortion whenever you decide to not wear a condom and let some guy bareback you, then why is it that when I want to own a gun, which is in the same fucking constitution, now all of a sudden we got to change the constitution? This is the fucking... And I got in some... Hang on, spitting on the mic. And this is the fucking problem I got into last week because, Bob, I got a shit ton of blowback, what I said about women last week. And you know what? I was going to come in here and apologize and say, maybe, you know, you misunderstood or maybe I was a little too strong. But now I'm fucking doubling down and I'm going to tell you why. Because this is exactly what women do. They want to be equal, but they don't want to be equal. Like, in other words, yes, uh, my body, my choice. Yeah, I'll take that. You're allowed to have guns? No, I don't want any of that. So if it's going to be the same, then let's have the same fucking rules. We all play by the same rules. Biden's already starting with his bullshit about changing. He's going to executive order guns away. Does he even fucking understand how many fucking guns are in this country right now? And if he think that we're going to be like Australia and give our guns away? Fuck, even Australia didn't give away all their guns. I think they gave like 30% of their guns in. The other 70% still have their guns. So here's my fucking issue. If you're going to sit there and wave your fucking constitution, then let's do the whole fucking thing. And I'm, a, I'm all about that. But don't pick and choose, you know, what you like about the constitution and what you don't like about the Bible. I'm all about separation of church and state. If your laws and rules from your invisible sky buddy don't adhere the same way as the constitution, then you do you, boo. All right. But I don't want them to sit there and talk about how it's their body, their choice on one hand, and then I've got to give up my rights to protect myself, my family, my property from any fucking assholes. Here's my deal, and I'm going to say this to Biden. You fucking old motherfucker. You, oh, God damn, I can't believe we put him in office. Jesus Christ. And, and the thing is, we want to keep him in office. Why? Because the dumb cunt behind him is even worse. Here's the problem. Joe, when you take the guns off the fucking criminals... They come to me, we'll discuss about maybe giving up guns. But I don't think that's going to happen. John's hot take. Well, come on. If you're allowed to sit there and talk about how we're not allowed to use religion, then I can say I don't care about your fucking fear of guns. All right? Sure. That's the way I feel about it. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. I think it's getting to where our, just like, you know, the Bible was written... I don't know, 2,000 years ago, whatever, however long. Well, yeah. It's however long. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and fucking worry about details. Maybe we need to rewrite it because it's to fit modern times. Uh, no. But, no. but hold on. But maybe that needs to be done with the Constitution as well. It's a, no. it's a pretty amazing document when you think about when it was written and the times that they were in, the way things were. For it to, Hold up as long as it has. I mean, 250 years. It's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Because the the whole document, the Bill of Rights, except for that one little part by where the slavery that we oh, kind of corrected. Yeah. It's all about giving. But back then, that's that's the way things were. I'm not saying it was I right. Understand. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's where the chink in the armor. So the chink in the armor is chink. that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, so that is the the chink in the armor where that's where they can kind of weasel in and say, well, we changed it because of slavery. We can change it for these other things. So I'm going to say, if you take away my guns, we're going to take away your abortions. And then and, and it's a standoff. That's the interesting thing is that it's like we're pro-abortion but anti-gun. It's okay to kill them, but if they make it here... You don't want them to die. And then the other side, or, it's the opposite. You want them to live so they can grow up and get shot. <laughs> I mean, what, what's the fucking pick a side? I mean, what are you on? Is the sanctity of life? Uh. Yeah. And again, I'm not, uh, listen, I'm not going to 
say that we don't have a great divide in this country right now. It's been, and to be honest with you, I think more and more it is fed by uh, schools. They're teaching at a young age. It's definitely manufactured. Um, I think it's manufactured by the media, social media, and it has caused them to take larger measures like altering our school curriculum, what's being taught. They're taking things out that makes George Washington look like a good man. They're taking things out that makes Christopher Columbus look like a good guy. You know, all this stuff, they're altering it to make white man bad and, and everybody else is awesome. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, now there's, they want you to, like, they have a whiteness test. They're teaching shit in school about how white are you or your whiteness. And now you've got to apologize for your whiteness. Excuse me? I'm going to apologize for my skin color? Is that what you want me to do? Because that's right not now, happening. Yes, on your knees. Now, okay, that's not going to happen. Listen, I'll apologize for my skin color when somebody else apologizes for theirs. It's not the same color as me. Doesn't have the same melatonin in it that that I have. Everybody acts like everybody has a choice. You know what? Let me go with that uh, slightly off Caucasian color skin. Yes, and I'd like to be poor and have no chance to go to college. All right, cool. Can I go in there now? All right, thanks. But I mean, listen. If you want, and I'm all about equality. Against, I'm all about equality of access. In other words. I think we've done a horrible job of educating uh, kids in inner cities. I really do. I think we could do a much better job at that, and it has to be done. Because if you get a kid from an inner city into a college and get him a college education, it changes the trajectory of that whole family because he went to college. He can go out and make money. So in other words, he can take that money and invest it in his own family, get other members of his family to college, help his parents and stuff like that. And the whole, and it all starts from there. It all starts at education. And so that's to me where it, we have to start this shit about apologizing because we're white and because we're white, we out, we're automatically racist. And because we're automatically racist, we have white privilege. That song has played too long and I'm over it. I am 100% over it. I'm not apologizing for being white. I'm not, and I'm not going to admit to being a racist, and I'm not going to admit that I don't know that I'm a racist because I know who I am and what I am. You know who don't know what I am and who I am? Everybody else. Are we not sort of born with a tribe mentality, a certain level of it just ingrained, instinctual, where if you were raised by wolves, whatever, you're going to, all of a sudden you come across a group of people that are mixed colors, you're going to probably walk towards the ones that look like you. Well, I mean, I think we are, as humans, as animals, we have a certain learned, there's a certain inherent um, mindset and a learned mindset. So as, uh, you know, as a kid, uh, you might see a bear and say, oh, you know, ooh, look at that bear. I want to pet it. And then it would kill you, all right? And then people that saw you pet the bear and get killed would say, you know what? I ain't petting no I'm fucking petting bears. bears anymore, yeah. No more petting bears. Uh, so there's a, a learned behavior, and then there's some people that don't learn the behavior. Well, and I they, mean, hatred is, is a learned, learned response. Sure it is. It's 100% learned. It's 100% learned. And once it's learned, there's nothing you can do about it. But I don't think we need to ignore the vast cultural differences we all have hell no the lines are easier drawn via skin color but well it's we it's the first thing we well, see. I know white people that act like that too so it's like they right. share the same culture right but what i'm saying is it's the first thing you see it's the first thing you can distinguish well okay it, it's the first that's the first thing you see and you can also see body mass so in other words you see skin color and the size of someone's body fat thin tall short that's what you see. And and then your animal lizard brain basically gives you a set of standards or things to do due to the, what you see and what you're experiencing. Uh, and, and hate and racism is learned. You know, that's 100% true. The same way uh, in the military, the, 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 most, the least racist organization in the world is the military. Because they don't give a shit. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic. If you're dumb enough to join, they're dumb enough to give you a gun. Exactly. 
Uh, in the same way, you can uh, unions, that's tribalism, gangs are tribalism, sports teams are tribalism. I mean, around here, you know, I love the Philadelphia Eagles football team and I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Why? <laughs> it's just a, it's a rivalry. It's, you know, it's, it's the way it is. Now, when I say I hate the Dallas Cowboys, I hate the team. And, uh, you know, I like to rib the fans. I don't hate the Cowboys as a players and stuff like that. I hate the organization and I hate what it means. It's a, on the back of your truck. You have Calvin peeing on the Dallas Cowboys logo. Don't you? I, I wish I did, but anyhow, that's what, you know, that's what I'm talking about. And now it's even in politics, it's even happening between families uh, there's a New York congressman who in in Congress voted to he's a Republican and he voted to impeach Trump and his family members are fucking roasting him. They're disowning him. Uh, is that the Adam guy? Adam. Is it Kinzinger? I was working on my poetry and my stand up. So I apologize. I didn't get the. I didn't work on anything. So you've done more than I have. <laughs> I, right. I pulled the vowel on the, this one and I showed up. Right. So uh, his family sent him a bunch of letters. Who writes family letters anymore? I mean, mine all live like over there. So I'm just going to walk over there and talk to him. So 11 members of the Republicans uh, family sent him uh, letters accusing of being a members of the devil's army. Vitriolic letters. Vitriolic letters. Um, Devil's army. That's right. Oh, my. What a disappointment you are to us and to God. He's a Illinois Republican, uh, so they said that to him. So uh, it is now the most embarrassing to us that we are related to you. Uh, what else did they say? You have embarrassed the Kinzinger family name. You, you got to vote your conscience if you felt like uh, Trump was. I Here's the deal. I'm more respectful of a guy that goes against his family and his party because uh, and goes with his convictions that he felt that Trump did something wrong. Uh, he said, "I did it knowing full well that it could be uh, terminal to, to his career. They could primary him next year, and uh, he he could be out of office." But that's what we need more of. This guy, whether he was on one side or the other, I would have loved to seen a couple of Democrats say, "You know what? We do this shit all the time. It's no big deal." You know, he said peacefully and. Whatever the other fucking word, peacefully and... Well, if I was him, I um, wouldn't be doing my family any favors. Hey, can you get his parking ticket taken care of for him? Nope. Remember that fucking letter you wrote me? That vitriolic letter? It's so sad, you know, that something like politics can tear a family apart. It's so stupid. It's like uh, you do remember, like, you all share blood and things like that. Like, that comes first. Correct. Over what you believe in abortion and Black Lives Matter and gun rights the fact that you're related like you tear it all away you put that phone back in your pocket it, that's all you got i've got a clip here that i'd like to play because it kind of goes along with it sure go ahead and the question is how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of trump experts say they see cult-like behavior we have um there are millions of americans um almost all white almost all Republicans, who somehow need to be deprogrammed. They're, it, it, it's as if they, 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 they are members of a cult, the Trumpist cult, uh, and, and who have to be deprogrammed. Because they've been brainwashed, Joy. I really believe that they have right. been brainwashed by this misinformation campaign. So how do you de-radicalize these people? Joining us now is Stephen Hassan. He's a mental health professional who has been helping deprogram people out of cults for decades. He's also the author of The Cult of Trump. There are millions of people who believe that the election was rigged. How do you begin to deprogram them? Once we educate them, we coach them on how to interact and empower the person to start thinking for themselves. I think a lot of people are going to have to be deprogrammed. We had a program addressing white supremacists uh, that we had programs, federal programs um, that went towards funding organizations like these that de-radicalized people. And President Trump pulled the plug on federal funding for uh, some of these programs. And so 
One thing that we know is that we have to get that funding right back up and we probably need to double, triple, quadruple um, or increase funding for these de-radicalization programs. We can look to history, though. Uh, What ultimately uh, breaks that power structure in the South is enforcement, right? There has to be consequences. David Atkins is a DNC member, as you said. He's also uh, the leader of the California Democrats. And he is suggesting that over half our country needs to be reprogrammed. Not just 75 million people that voted for Trump, but the conservatives in this country. A Bernie Sanders staffer was caught on undercover camera saying that Trump voters should be sent to re-education camp. Best be guarded against by creating and establishing re-education centers in the Southwest, uh, where we would take all the people who needed to be re-educated into the new way of thinking and teach them how things were going to be. I ask, well, what is going to happen to those people that we can't re-educate, that are die-hard capitalists? And the reply was that they'd have to be eliminated. And when I pursued this further, they estimated that they would have to eliminate 25 million people in these re-education centers. And the population of Australia. I mean kill 25 million people. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then the kids we start aren't yours, John. investments. The kids are theirs. I have decided we really need camps for adults. This cunt. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What do you think of that? Tell me it's not. I've been, oh, nobody's saying that. But there's about 20 people saying it. So when someone says to me that uh, we need uh, new gun laws and we need to take away assault weapons. Well, first of all, nitwit, every fucking weapon is an assault weapon. Every weapon is an assault weapon. A baseball bat is an assault weapon. You hit right. somebody with a baseball bat, guess what you're going to be booked for? Assault and battery. So that right there is the biggest threat to democracy and also to the United States. Everything that they just said there probably could be heard exactly the same back in Germany in 1930. Now, have you heard anybody on our side or the other side, those that they're talking about, I don't mean to lump you in with it. Have you heard anybody on the right saying all these liberals, we need to put them in reprogramming camps to get them to think like us? No, we have not. Right. So why are they so fucking hell bent on forcing us into their beliefs, their values? Why can't they just go over there and do whatever it is you're going to fucking do? And I'll be over here polishing my gun or doing whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm going to tell you right now, you asked the question, I'm going to answer it because I have the answer. The answer is that conservative values, the conservative side wants people to be left alone. They want us, we want to be left alone. We want freedom. That's what we want. The other side, the left, they don't want freedom. They want to control everything. They want to come in. They want to uh, take and moderate podcasts. Like this podcast right now, they would moderate this. They would take this. They would deplatform and they would do everything they could to get this what we're saying right now, taken off the air so nobody could hear it, because what we're saying right now, it is in direct opposition of their narrative. So that's the problem. They need the power. They want the power. And once they get the power, then everybody else has to conform. They don't want unity. They want conformity. And that's the problem. Joe's like, he wanders over with his piss-stained pants to a microphone and goes, it's time to have unity. Uh, The country needs to come together. No, no, that's not what he wants. It's going to take all of us to do this. We have to all do it no matter what party you're... Oh, okay, like, you mean the last five years that you guys fought the, the leader of this country, which ultimately that held us back even more because had they just you know, dug in and said, okay, we don't like this guy, but you know what? For the American people, we're going to try to move this country forward and help, help move it forward. They can't have that. Maybe even wedge in a few of our little agendas on the way. Maybe we'll get those taken care of too. Scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. No, let's fight this guy and make sure that he doesn't accomplish anything for the next four years because fuck the American people. Right. So this is why Build Back Better is so dangerous. This is why the Great Reset is so dangerous for people that want freedom. 
if you're going to be told what to do, you know, this is basically socialism, communism. This is the seeds of it. So uh, good luck trying to remember, we have all the guns, all the conservatives, (laughs) all the people that think like this. We have all the guns and we know how to use them. So if you think that this is going to happen, uh, there might be 25 million people uh, exterminated. But I don't think they'll get some of us, but they're not going to get all of us. And we'll get more of them than they get of us. This, more than ever, once I hear shit like that coming out of the assholes over on the left mouth, you know, and then if you say anything, the first thing that happens with AOC is, I'm a survivor of sexual assault. Um, And I haven't told many people that in my life. You know what? I don't care. I don't care about your sexual assault. I don't mean any disrespect towards bartenders out there, but isn't that kind of part of being a bartender is guys are hitting on you and, you know, being a little aggressive. I mean, they can hit on you. Uh, You know, they don't get to put a digit in, you know what I mean? (laughs) They don't get to do that. I mean, there's a difference between hitting on somebody or, you know, or sexual assault. I mean, it's assault means physically. They physically put hands on somebody. I don't, you know, I understand she was sexually assaulted, and that's horrible. But the fact is, you just can't use it as a shield for a- any other type of criticism on any other subject. Hey, your wife is wise, Bob. Since the liberals want to be ruled by the government and want everything given to them, let's round them up and put them in camps. No, that's the whole point. I don't, that's the They're thing. They're sitting by the, the fence waiting to be fed. Like dogs. They all want to whine and bitch and be trans and complain about this rights, this and feminism, that and women, this and blah, blah, blah. And I don't care. Go over there and complain. Go have fun with it. Have a big fucking rally downtown. I don't live near downtown. I don't care. You want me to care, but I fucking don't. Well, I, you know, I go back to the same thing is. You know, we want to be left alone. We we don't care what liberals you do. You you want to rip a baby out of your JJ? Fine, I don't care. You want to take and add a pair of silicone tits to yourself and and uh, take estrogen and grow your hair out and lose your beard and tuck your uh, man bits, you know, in your behind your legs. Go ahead. We don't give a shit. You know, knock yourself out. Just leave us the fuck alone. Leave us the fuck alone. Yeah, that's the problem. They're the party of, we got to be in your business. You Oh, you're having a conversation? I need to listen because you guys might say something that's disinformation. Hey, you know what? If I, and I don't believe in this, but if I want to believe the, the earth is flat, if I want to believe that the aliens coming down, if I want to believe the fucking frogs are gay, so fucking Well, they are, right. aren't they? I don't know. I have no idea. But the thing is, I don't, I don't care about the gay frogs. Just like a... The girl we were talking about, Anna, blah, 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 whatever her name is. I don't care. <laughs> fucking Dave. Dave, I fucking hate you. I come on your thing to do a show here, and you're fucking throwing shit up here all the time. Got to put a marker in So here. ignore him. I can't. Listen, I already ignored some of his shit. <laughs> he says I'm a menace to society. I need to be reeducated. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's the one doing a 48-hour live stream. Right. God damn it. But again, I you know I don't know what's going on in Australia. I don't know what their rules are, or if they they're not fighting or whatever. But for some reason, the media and the powers to be want us fighting here in the United States. Well, good thing because we are. Oh, we're fighting all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the poor uh, congressman, his family sending him letters. They're on the on the internet. Not even an email, mailing the guy letters. How pissed off do you got to be to get a piece of paper out and then write shit down on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, go to a mailbox, then have some (laughs) big, giant, bearded man get it and take it all the way across the country and put it in another mailbox. Mail it to your family. Right. Instead of just texting them or calling. I mean, it is the least, uh, it takes time. So, I don't know. Anyhow. All right, Bob. We've done it about an hour. I'm still doing my thing. What are you doing over there, Bob? I'm trying to do something.
something. Build back better. All right. <laughs> okay, that's built back better. Yeah. Did it work? Did it actually come through? Yeah, it did come through. Can that's you send weird. that to me so I can actually place it in the show? No. Fuck that. I want. I like things to be difficult. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. See, now I have it latched. Now you're off mic. Hey, Brandon, can you get on mic? <laughs> That's not the jingle I was trying to find. Build back better. But I think I'm going to use that one for you, though. Yeah, I think I'm going to use that one every time you start talking about it. All right. What does a gay rooster say? Any cockle-doo. Any right. cockle-doo. Here we go. All right. Well, Bob, we've said it all. We've done it all. Apparently, I've shrieked for the better part of an hour. And you created sit-down comedy. Sit-down comedy to stand-up comedy. Well, listen, Bob, it's woke. And you can't, you can't say anything about it. You can't condemn it. You can't criticize it because it's woke. And if it's woke, it's the best. All right. So if you heard the show and you want to, if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you. Our phone number is 856-599-8558. You can also find us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Bullhorn Pod. And if you would like to send us an email, the worst of all of ways of getting to contact us, you could do that at bullhornpod at gmail.com. We also have a Discord server. Nobody's in there. But we'll Ladies, we'll if you're looking for a good man, um, John is on Bumble. And fellas, <laughs> if you're looking for a good man, check out Grinder. There you go. We'll go with that. All right, Bob. As usual, always a pleasure. I know it is.